Our Memorial Day just past is a day for remembering, primarily aimed at those who have suffered loss from military service. But there can be other causes for some to pause for other losses, their own Memorial Day indeed. I've deliberately taken some time to write about this. The whole thing occurred on the evening of Memorial Day, but the scope and gravity of it warranted some time, some reflection, and some respect to my brother and his wife to whom it all happened. I dare say that it was the only disaster to befall any member of our family in my lifetime. This one seemed hell-bent on making up for all that past good fortune. Skies began to darken in the afternoon in the west-central portion of Minnesota, warm and humid air beginning to clash with the cooler air of a frontal system. Heavy weather had been in the forecast for several days, so as the prophecies looked to be coming true, my brother's son and family decided to leave a little early for their return to the Twin Cities. By 4.30, the foreboding had evolved into a full-blown EF2 tornado. An observer from the opposite side of the lake from my brother's home reported seeing three separate funnel clouds merging into one giant twister right at the shoreline in front of the house. Chaos and destruction ensued. Insurance reports and statistics will account major roof damage, a guest house demolition, partial destruction of a separate workshop building, and an estimated 250 ancient trees down on my brother's property alone. His property lot, originally chosen for its densely wooded seclusion, now has sections which resemble the aftermath of the BWCA blowdown in 1999. That event, too, took place on a holiday, destroying a July 4th holiday by obliterating some 500,000 acres of woodlands. The forest floor, once richly blessed with an ancient canopy of deciduous and pine cover, is now littered with the bodies of those same protectors. Some lucky trees remain upright, somehow chosen in the cosmic lottery to survive the ravages of 120 mile an hour winds. The previously idyllic lakeside is now a war zone of remains. But neither the insurance accounts nor the news reports will reflect the real loss of Memorial Day. The structures will be repaired or rebuilt. Landscapes can be cleared and replanted, though primarily to serve future generations. Trees have their own timetables for restoration, as we have come to painfully recognize in the aftermath of Western U.S. fire disasters. A boat can be replaced, a lawn recultivated. But a gut punch of this magnitude to the human psyche is not so easily or quickly repaired. Decades of emotional investment, family memories, and hard labor might be resilient to tornadic winds, 
but the spirit is not intended for such. At moments, my brother may wish that his spirit had been taken along with the land he loves, but that is not how the heart and soul combine to move us ever forward. As humans, we are destined to face our trials, our losses, our grief, and find a way to confront the next day and the next. The blow to one's spirit turns out to be the heaviest loss of all, even among the most irrepressible. There is palpable relief in the immediate moments after such an assault, when no one is hurt or injured. Of course, that is the ultimate measure of reprieve. My brother and his wife fully comprehend the blessing and gratitude of survival. But as is often the case following a near miss, the rush of joy can quickly recede in the face of seemingly insurmountable difficulties. It is excruciatingly hard to see the forest for the trees when they are all down on the ground. Resilience is a muscle to be flexed when we are confronted, but still in control. It is a weakness when we discover that we are not. Every day, a little more of the carnage is removed or cleaned up, though the battlefield is still littered with casualties, as it will be for years to come. It is that daily reminder of what has been lost, even within the realization of what has been saved, which makes resilience so elusive. And so the emotional tug of war continues, even long after the winds have quieted. My brother and his wife will be fine because they have each other, a centering firmly anchored in faith and an ethic of hard work to sustain them. He also observes that in the midst of all that is gone, there is a patch of forget-me-not flowers next to the house, small survivors to remind them of what was as well as what remains. <laughs>